everything I spit rare, we shine that great area podcast. They talk about hip hop all the way in the UK, so they gon' get props. Ooh, let me catch it, let me catch it once again. Every time I'm spitting, I'll be making people. So let's start at the beginning then. Have Drake and Kanye West ever actually been cool? Yes. I believe so. Like, definitely. Genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. In the I beginning, do. when Drake yeah. was looking I mean, up to, to Wayne yeah. and him, exactly. that's when they got yeah. along. Because, you know, in, in Kanye's head, Drake is a fan. He's not a threat. Yes. Completely agree with that. Right at the beginning, Drake, like, even on the early mixtapes, obviously, put, like, he showed the whole world that he was a fan of Kanye. Kanye was his idol. Kanye didn't see him as a threat then. They were cool at the beginning. Also, Drake wasn't big enough to threaten Kanye as well for quite a while. I feel like Drake was an instant threat to Kanye, though, with the cosigns he had coming in. Lil Wayne, Jay-Z on the first album. You know what I mean? As in, it, maybe before that album, because he, That's what I'm he yeah. does have a song on it or does have a production on it. Maybe they were cool. They were friends. They were working together, whatever. And then Kanye maybe turned around and was like, wait a minute this guy's actually got something going on here that I'm not really vibing with, but he didn't really vocalize it per se. He kind of might have kept it to himself. Cause he was, you gotta remember back then Kanye was kind of stable. He wasn't like the Kanye we know now, like who will say anything that he thinks he was kind of a little bit more withdrawn. Yeah. I'm, I'm more with you. I think that Drake was definitely cool with Kanye, at least in the beginning. And maybe Kanye was right at the start, but I'm sure Kanye said something about how you know how he did the beat for uh find your love and it mm. ended up going to drake and this and that and Kanye said something along the lines of yeah i was cool with with like you know writing for him and giving him my beat until he got too big and then i was like oh, oh crap. that's that interview yeah, yeah 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 you're right and then he was saying he was now i had to bring some different type of energy because now he's thinking he's at this like higher level and i was a bit like oh and he was a bit wary of it Mm. I think that was a turning from, point. That quote's from four years after, though. I think um, Find Your Love came out in 2009. Yeah, yeah 09, 2010. It was the first album, wasn't it? It was, mm. um, yeah, Drake's debut. Um, no, you're that right. So from Jesus been, kind of yeah, era. Yeah, it could have been a retrospective thing. Maybe he wasn't that bothered at the time. But at the same time, Drake's been, let's face it, since Drake broke in like, what, 2009? He's been huge. Not, I'm not saying he was bigger than Kanye in the, in the early days. He wasn't, but... He's been huge. Yeah, no, he's, he's done like he came into the game with a, a serious bang, but then he also had a mad leg up. Like, I don't feel like Kanye had the same leg up into the game. Like, yeah, okay. Kanye he, fought for it. Yeah, he was working with Jay-Z, but then people also tell him, don't rap, you're terrible at rapping, mm. it's, it's bad, whatever. So he had like a different journey into the spotlight than Drake. Drake was kind of like, he came out, he had that mixtape that everyone heard, everyone loved it. Then the album dropped. Everyone heard it. Everyone loved it. And then since then, it's been fucking Drake season. Let's not lie. Ten, nearly 11 years of Drake season. Mm-hmm. Kanye season never yep. ended, but it also never started like this. And it never really has gone to this, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. It's like 50 cents sort of between 2002 to 2005, six, but you know, triple it. <laughs> yeah. And, and obviously with a lot more range, shall we say, because you know Drake yeah, is a, yeah, yeah. a singing man and a this and a that and whatever, mm-hmm. but I don't think. Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Just a... <laughs> <laughs> that moth flew right in front of me. I missed it twice. A little little OVO fly came. In yeah, tomorrow. trust me. <laughs> Check but yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think Drake is really um, 
consciously like in a beef with Kanye up until the last couple of years? It's been, do you know what? I, I was thinking to myself coming into this, like, uh, you know, Drake was fine with Kanye and Kanye's always had, even if it was passive aggressive, he's always felt threatened and, but they've been cool on the surface. But even like back in like 2011, when the, you know, people, we started to know that Watch the Throne was coming and things like that. Drake was saying things on radio, like, you know, oh, you know, me and Wayne have got an album and I hear these other guys are doing one too. And, and then there was the, do you remember the um, I'm on one verse where he said, I just feel like the throne's for the taking. Do you know, there was always, there was something yeah. there. There was something. But to me, that was always just completely friendly, competitive nature. But then when you listen back to some of the interviews on the radio, there's a bit of spice in there and you think, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because there were things that Kanye did early on as well. Like Drake was on All The Lights, wasn't he? Or he did a verse for mm. it and it didn't end up on yeah. the album. Yeah, but that's Kanye's and, typical behaviour. He takes people on and off stuff all the time. and Not necessarily because of beef or jealousy, just because his mind changes. You know what I mean? And the thing is, Drake came out and said <laughs> that he was... I mean, Drake is going to come out and say that he's okay with it. But he didn't look like he was that hurt by it because Kanye does this stuff like... He's not, it wouldn't, he, Drake's not the only person that that's happened to. Yeah. If you do a Kanye verse and it makes on the album, you're lucky. Not the other way around. Mm. If, like, if you get picked, you're lucky. If you do one and it gets picked, then you're lucky. It's not like if you do a verse for him, it's, it's instantly coming out, it's going on something. Like Kanye mm. works with so many different people when he's making an album, especially with My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. You know that album was really contentious and it was like, he only wanted the best of the best. Maybe Drake's verse was mid and he didn't want no yeah. mid verse on there. I'm with you both, but this is Drake, the Petty King. Self-proclaimed Petty King. Obviously, of many things. You know, so... Um, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, there were, there were little things that happened fairly early on that kind of suggested that there was, at, at the very least, a sort of competitive nature there between the two of them. But what's the competition? Is the competition who's the better rapper or who's the bigger artist? Because there's, there's completely different conversations to be had there. I think it's bigger artists... It's definitely bigger artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nothing okay, to do with MC and divide yeah, that into two. Bigger artist or bigger celebrity? Because Kanye is the bigger celebrity, a hundred thousand times bigger than Drake. We, we, I think it's about the music. It is about the music. Are we still talking about bigger artists? I'm talking back then. I'm talking back then. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. It's about yeah. It's about sales. It's about radio play. It's about like who's the bigger you know bigger artist in the culture at that point. I think. Because it couldn't have been to do with the art. Because if Kanye's just coming off the back of my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, no one in their right mind is going to say they're a better artist at that time. Do you know what I mean? Um, and Drake made, you know, at this point, he'd, he'd not even drop Take Care. So, uh, yeah, I think it was about who's bigger. And Drake was had probably had bigger singles at the time, from what I remember. Bigger singles, but not a, bi not a bigger album. I'm pretty sure my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy sold multiples on Drake's debut, which is, you know, you can't really compare the no. two, but they came out around the same time. And then Take Care came out afterwards. I still think My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy did better than Take Care as well. I'd argue to say maybe did better than both of them albums combined. Yeah, let's have a look. You might be right. I don't know about first week, but overall. Overall, um, 100%. I, I'm confident in saying overall. First week's a different thing. But I, I remember when My Beautiful Dark you, Twisted Fantasy dropped, it was a different mood. You, yeah, you're right. You weren't um, hearing any of that in the though. club. Oh, maybe so you hear is... power a little bit, but you weren't hearing. You were hearing Drake's album. Drake's in the got club. the motto though. That's the motto on "Take Care." It's... Yeah, I'll take care. Which is... The motto take care was the year after. But then, you, so, but oh, from so... the album, you got "Crew Love." You got the motto. You <laughs> have so many vibes. songs. Trust me. 
in the club, you know, that you knew it was time. I don't know why that would play in the club. It used to completely dead the dance. You can't dance to that song. So this is where it, this is where it comes back to the whole. If, if Kanye didn't feel threatened at this point, I think he did the year after. So 2010, when Drake dropped his debut, Thank Me Later, he sold 447,000 first week. That's right? great numbers, which by is the way. healthy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Ye sold 496,000. So that's not wow. that much more. But th- this is wiki, so I don't know how accurate it is. But but if you go to the next year, right, highest first week sales. Take care. Then went on and sold six hundred thirty-one thousand. So, you know. Damn. And what was Watch yeah, the yeah, Throne yeah. saying? Ah, Watch ah, the Throne was millions. Four, three, six. You lie. Seriously, you lie. You tell so wow. much lies. That's not accurate. We gotta throw that sauce in the bin, man. Uh, but that's how big Drake is. Like that's fact. Yeah. You ain't got the answers. That, that, that's the, the number answers. two and number three you ain't album. Got so, the- Twenty ten, Eminem sold almost a million first week. And then uh, 2011, the Carter Four sold <laughs> almost a million. Yeah. Oh, that just shows how big Wayne was as well. No, Wayne was huge. I remember I rate the Carter Four dropped out, man. Oh, and then the I was Carter Three as well was yes. like no, that's no, the Carter Three bang though. That's a different. That's a different move because yeah, that that's album, a different animal. Yeah, I don't know, but oh, I'm four, still yeah, almost Carter, a million. Carter, Oh, but John, that's all I have to say for Carter Four, man. I have to play that. Off. I don't, I don't understand the watch the phone numbers. But th- okay, all right, let's mm. think about it like this: first week numbers are they important? Or are we going to look at like c- certifications, so like platinums and diamonds? And should we look at that instead? Because I feel like that's a. I'm interested thing in that. that. Yeah, I know both okay. of Drake's albums went platinum, but I know my beautiful dark twisted twisted fancy has gone at least double platinum, and watch the phone must have gone something near platinum. Because I don't think you're gonna like this. I probably um, won't, but it's not making sense to oh me that man. Drake has sold Drake's numbers are so mad though. They're like... so inflated. Like, can we take away Drake some is very like... much a pop a pop artist, isn't he? He's you know can we take away like Kanye's... half of them to make it realistic? So according to again, according to Wiki, uh there's so many different Certifications, but let's go R the R I A A one, whatever that is. Mm, that, that's the, the American American one. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So the yeah. so the US one for uh Twisted Fantasy is times three platinum. Yeah, obviously. And uh let's go to so take uh, thank me later is two Twice. times platinum. Yeah, yeah. But take that. care is times four. No, sorry, take care is times six. That's Shit. not right. That's not right, man. Now I feel why Kanye is pissed off at Drake. Why are these things even things to be done? Six times. You've got to remember, though. That's why Kanye is pissed. That's why Kanye is pissed, though. That's why I'm pissed. That's disgusting, man. Times six. I thought you were going to say times four or something. Times six. Isn't that six million copies sold or something stupid like that, Sean? That's six million, yeah. Nah. And that's just that's just America. Oh, wait, what are we doing? No. There we go. No, where's the board? There's the board. Yeah, we've got no board. We do have a board. No, no, I'm not hearing anything. What do you mean you're not hearing anything? Oh, I've been banging it bears, bro. I've been banging. It's in the recording. Don't worry about that. Let's get this out of the way. I know why. I was wondering, why is no one reacting to my things? I was playing bear stuff. I was playing some of this. Wait, oh, now I can't hear it. 
We need to edit the fuck out of that. Oh, no, that's not on this board. This is a completely different board. The new board, <laughs> the new board has only us on it. This board has all of this. Can you hear that now? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, we got yeah, that. Can hear that. Oh, I played this. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. <laughs> we got to try and put ourselves back into, uh, into the mind frame of like, 2010 2011 times 2012 where you like this, i'm looking at drake's singles so you had marvin's room which was pretty big headlines huge mm. make me proud big the motto huge no the there's motto care. was there's massive, like man. six or seven songs in the album that are massive oh, oh yeah, yeah, fucking right. Right. yeah crew love yeah. crew love yeah. oh man yeah, crew every love single one disgusting. over my dead body yeah. all yeah, these songs did, are massive. have you said headlines have you said headlines yeah because yeah, 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 that, yeah, that, yeah. that that was oh, what's that, the song with bang. with um what's it kendrick on it dying of thirst nah that's not what it's called nah buried alive that's it i knew something about dying that one was hard something about dying oh whatever it makes sense what he said in it Allow him. All right, so I think it's safe to say at that point, like early on, that that they were they were competing with each other. Do you know what I mean? What's wrong I know, with I you? Drake... That, I, I don't know the name of the song, that. bro. All right, allow me, Jesus Christ! <laughs> dying of thirst, you know. That's oh, a song, though. That is a Kendrick song dying. somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's Kendrick's song, not Drake's song. Ah, whatever, but anyway, oh. but yeah, I think it's safe to say that the the early days. So we're talking what, like, 09 to twenty twelve. As much as Drake obviously admired Kanye there was a competitive nature there and probably more so coming from Kanye West who else was at the top was... of the game then though top of the game then Wayne uh, Eminem was falling off yeah you gotta say Wayne you got well yeah I think it is Lil Wayne yeah I think Eminem's is it's it's misleading I think a lot of Eminem's fan base isn't isn't no, the culture no, but he had like I Need a Doctor is. all them songs at them at them times he was still not afraid yeah, yeah he was alright he was falling off yeah, yeah. Mm, um, but Eminem has. If you else? look at the numbers, Eminem has never fallen off. But you know what I mean when I say he he was falling Let's off. Eminem's numbers are, are only going exponentially up. I think they're going up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. His fan base is just crazy. His fans are probably buying two, three versions of two, three copies of the album, which is what's making his numbers go up on a matting. So twenty twelve. 2012 was a, in terms of sales, a, a much weaker year. Maybe the streaming was really kicking in at this point. But mm. the, the, the highest sales first week were um, Nikki with Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded. And that was like 250,000. Oh, yeah. Do you know had... what? At this time, it took a couple of years before streaming became like considered in part of the yeah. sales numbers. There's that. And I feel yeah. like as well, this is the time where like it was really easy to pirate music. Like super easy, like oh, yeah, twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was way too easy. Twenty ten to like twenty thirteen, you could just literally type in a song dot mp three and you'd get it. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So maybe that's why the numbers are down. Yeah, struggle for the industry. What were you saying, point. Sean? I'm just trying to think of like Sam was saying who who was at the top of the game at that point. I mean, this is the this is the time where the what we call like our golden generation was coming through. So Drake debuted, Cole debuted, Kendrick mm. debuted. We're talking mm. what? Wait, for clarity, uh, Nick, can we look at Nick Cole's Sean. debut numbers? Because Nicki would, was yeah, definitely yeah. up there as well. Nicki was a pop artist from the though. beginning, though, because Starships and all yeah. the songs yeah. were playing in the club. So those were so big let's, songs. Let's, let's see what uh, Cole's She was always a rapper, though. Always a rapper in hip hop culture. Still. Oh, 100%. 100%. She was just different. She was always different, and, and that's a great thing. But if we see Cole's numbers, because that's an example of one artist that Lil Wayne's pushed and another artist that Jay-Z's pushed, and then we see what those numbers look like and then whether or not Drake yeah. is just some mad powerhouse of music. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he is. He sold like <laughs> triple, triple the amount first week of 
Cole that year. So oh. Cole sold oh. two two hundred seventeen thousand. I debut. thought that, that's actually a good achievement as well, you know. It but is, yeah, yeah. That's actually really good. Yeah, Drake, really Drake's good. debut the year before was double and then Take Care was like triple that. But... Yeah, that, that's mad. Mm. Yeah, absolutely mad. That's not a slight on Cole, it's just the, the different the kinds of artists. Yeah, yeah fair enough. But I, I don't know. Yeah. Was was Drake doing anything interesting at that time it, is what I'm trying to get at. He, he, could, yeah. he like popularised the sing rapping, right? Mm. Like nobody was doing it really like other than Cuddy and Kanye, mm. but like he did it in this pop sphere. Mm. I think that's yeah. What I it feel is. like um, Cud- Cuddy. I always say that Cuddy would, Cuddy and Drake would have been. They would have made it without Kanye and 808s, but mm-hmm. 808s opened the door. If that makes sense. Uh, um, I don't know though. Does it? Because it Drake, takes a long time for listeners to get used to things. No, no. I think I know what you mean. I think it's well, like it took a few years to, to, to accept to accept the sound and appreciate it. And I mean, you look now, and it's it can be heard everywhere. Mm. Like, as much as Baby Keem recently, there's so much 808s in that. I think, mm. but um, in the moment, I think it. I do think it kind of. I think it. I think it kind of prepared people for, especially Cuddy, because Cuddy was writing on that. Cuddy was featured on that. It just kind of along alongside. That's why I would say he didn't. He didn't necessarily need it because he already had what's the what's the big single, Day and Night. He already had that. It was already popping. Drake was already making a career for himself, mixtapes wise. Yeah. But so far gone, definitely had that sort of airy, spacey, moody feel to it mm. that his previous mixtapes didn't. I mean, he had this. What was it? Um, say, uh, oh God, say what's real, which was the cover for. What's the first track on Mate Away? It's called. My mind's oh, gone oh, I know. Say, I know say you, say you will. Yeah, say you yeah, will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, say you will. Yeah. I well, like that version more than I like Kanye's version as well because it, it just hits different. Mm. Mm. Even though Say You Will is a great song, it's just like I prefer the content of what Drake is saying. Yeah. It's more relatable. It's a bit it's a bit more easy to digest than hey, mm. hey, hey, hey. Mm. I'm not really here for that all the time. <laughs> the difference think, between uh, oh, I love that. Sorry, I love that. I've got I've got a button in there. I love that. So I've been listening actually, to it. There's a better song. version Kanye re-released, you know, a few years ago on SoundCloud. He dropped like an update off it. It was mad. Uh, I used to relax really with good. That, man. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's really good. I was gonna say, um, in retrospect, like rap rappers that sing wasn't a big thing before 808s. But after it, it was. Lil Wayne sang, like, that, that's, that's, just a, that's just a fact. Well, fully he, singing, though. Fully before singing. 2007. Nah, nah, nah. Before 2007. Yeah, no. And but, that's, but that's when after, 808s came out. Before, but that's the thing. That's what I was saying. Before, after 808s, it, it was a thing. Before it yeah. wasn't. Mm. But I, I think we've got to define the difference, though. Go on, Sean. Sorry, I was going to say, I, I think the reason why Drake, uh, one of the reasons why Drake popped in the way he did was because... I mean, he had the R&B influence as well, but he's just always made safer music. He's always aimed for the charts, for it's the so radio. safe. I don't mean to oh, be I'm, like disrespectful. Oh, no, I just 100%. mean his, his music is, and sometimes to to the benefit of the art, is more palatable than, say, a Cuddy. Mm. Who, and I, I like Cuddy's voice, but it's not to, to the casual listener's ear. It's mm. not. Do you know what I mean? It's not as easy to listen to as Drake singing on Find Your Love or on um, Take Care. Or, do you know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah, I think yeah, Drake's well, motive from day one was always, I want to be the biggest. I want to sell the most. And and he doesn't look to ba- uh, break bound, uh, boundaries either, does he? He's just, like, like you say, he plays it safe and mm. he knows what he's good at and he does that and it appeals to the larger market. And like you said, I think, he, I think in his head, I just want to be the biggest artist. That's what he wants to be. He's not looking to test himself or be creative. 
There's sing rapping, there's melodic rap, and then there's what Drake does. And just from the, those two branches that he kind of dabbles in between, it's allowed so many different artists to have a career, even though it's like, for me, Kid Cudi sings, like properly sings, yeah? He's singing, but he's mm-hmm. not a great singer. Kanye sings and he tries to be a great singer, but then he auto-tunes it so that it gets that melodic, rappy vibe. But then Drake did the best of the two because he's been doing that for, since the day one. He used to sing his own hooks and all that kind of stuff. But it was never like, you would, you, no one would ever say, oh, Drake's a great singer. No. Never. <laughs> no. No. But there are now rappers no. that are great singers. He has had songs where, like, there, there are some songs from Drake where he sings that like, when I think, oh, that's a great record. That's something like, um, hold on, we're going home or whatever it's called. Uh, from from day one, I thought, oh, this is a great song. And even mm-hmm. though his singing isn't amazing, he sounds good. He sounds good but, in the um, space he's occupying in between mm-hmm. all the backing yeah. vocals and stuff as well. If you know what I mean? It doesn't feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I never, like, the, one of the reasons why I, at first I never connected with Drake was because I, I, I wasn't feeling the singing. And then especially when Frank and The Weeknd came out, I was like, oh, I don't need this. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. I don't need this. And then I low-key was listening to Take Care a lot, but I wouldn't admit it. And then... No, back then, um, Sean was all about the oldest rap he could find. Like, you heard his rap from 1942. <laughs> <laughs> These men are talking about was, the depression and that, bro. I was, I was banging... <laughs> I was banging, uh, was it things like Mob Deep and all sorts of things around that time? But then something like, you know, what's that song called? What's the first out track on the album called? Over My Dead Body. Yeah. Oh, that's now, so now I would say to you, that's just, yeah, that's just great. That's what, it. what an opening to that album. Oh, that's the Drake that's missing greatest. now, isn't it? Is the oh, Drake yeah, that makes under. albums. Big time. The first four mm. projects for Drake were albums, yeah? And then since then, it's just been songs smushed together. It'll be masters itself like an album, though. But no, we, we'll get into no, that. No, it masters say things like this, man. Because <laughs> then we're gonna we're gonna jump ahead of where we're already at, yeah. And I'm just gonna go. Let, on my yeah, rant. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just teasing <laughs> it. <laughs> let's quickly, let's quickly get through. Let's get through the timeline. So, like, it seems like 2013 times uh, to about 2016, they're on better terms, right? Drake and Kanye. I think Kanye comes out at OVO Fest. Drake loves several it times. up and says it's the biggest moment. Yeah, several times, but says it's the biggest moment of his career the first time. You know, Ye's, uh, Ye's downplaying the uh, the sort of back and forth and the this and that that the media is trying to create. Um, I am skipping ahead, but then it gets to like 2016. And do you remember that single, Summer 16, mm. that we got? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was like the... Actually, no, I am skipping because we did forget one thing. There was the... I don't know if you remember this. The, there was the 2014... Um, Rolling Stone interview and it was kind of like after this where Drake was like I'm not doing interviews anymore because they apparently twisted his words oh yeah he said some he said some stuff about um, Kanye's bars on Yeezus I think it was I'm in it and was just like yeah yeah he said he wasn't feeling them was he he he, he didn't yeah he said but then they quoted him saying something like even Fabulous wouldn't say shit like that yeah and even that I was like would Drake say that like really I did that was it so I kind of believe Drake where like maybe things were twisted and and you know but that, nothing really came of it so can't there wasn't like a it didn't turn into a beef or anything like that because they did the record blessings do you remember blessings with big Sean? that was a big song like that. that was a big big song. And then, yeah yeah and then this was the time where there was the rumors about the um dual project between Kanye and Drake yeah where, yeah we're getting into when, times, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Kanye said yeah. a really weird thing though when Blessings dropped. I remember seeing a tweet or something like that. And oh, this it was sounded the time sarcastic. He was tweeting a lot. 
it looked really lot. sarcastic though. He was like, I can't believe I'm on a track with the biggest artist in the world. This is the privilege. It's so amazing. It's something like that. This is what I'm like, saying. This how can yeah, you read that and not think that's sarcasm though? How yeah, are we, exactly. how are we the, fucking definitely dividing up Kanye's life, right? Are we going to talk about pre, because we've got to talk about it like this, pre Taylor Swift outburst, yeah? As in before his mum died and now, because he's just became an unreliable narrator ever since that time he just says stuff to say it, it is after his mum passed away though really i think he just became a different person i don't think he became a different person i think he actually became more fearless if that makes sense mm. it's, i'm not doubting yeah. that he was saying mm. these things behind closed doors but saying them in public is a completely different move that's true it? very true mm. there's some t- interviews that go back to like 2002 and he is saying some wild stuff as in exactly like, the, the, the confident levels are through the roof so i don't think like I don't think Kanye West has changed that much. I, I agree with Sam. I think that the the death of his mother was, it's like a combination of trauma, um, I guess, mental health issues. And then, yeah, just kind of being like, fuck it, man. I've lost the the most important person in my life. No no one or nothing can can hold me back now. You know, I've gone mm-hmm. through the worst of it. What, what's but, the worst that can happen now? But, but when and, I say he's an unreliable narr- narrator, so when you say, I don't remember who said it, but he's on the song with the best artist in the world or the biggest artist in the world, I do think that's sarcasm. I think that's him taking the piss. Mm-hmm. He has a dark mm-hmm. sense yeah. of humor. <clears throat> it's mad. This is, yeah. This is the thing, though. This is what I'm saying. I feel like this for a long time, there's always just been something about Drake that he just doesn't. It's always like, Kanye, man. isn't it? That, that, that yeah. starts yeah. it off. <laughs> yeah. But Theo's right. We get to like Wolves times where they're talking about this apparent joint album. And this is like 2016 that, you know, they live in the same area in Calabasas or something like that. But there was that, um, there was that summer 16 song where Drake had the line about having the bigger pool. And then I think Kanye was on Big Boy's Neighbourhood or something like that. And they were like, Kanye, is it true? Like, does, does Drake have the bigger pool? And he goes, ah, He's a, I have I three. Have three like, yeah, I, I actually have three <laughs> pools. <laughs> yeah. So petty. But stuff like that. And then and then Pop Style. Pop Style had the throne on there. And did, do you remember when that, that came out and Jay-Z had like three, four lines or something like that? I don't know why Jay-Z had two. There was two, I think. There's two, two bars. Two lines, yeah, it was, it, was, it was something ridiculous. But then it they, I think... Yeah, he said that he only had two lines because he was with Jay at the time and Jay just wanted to jump on it, which Drake then later said in a, I can't remember which interview it was, found that very strange and weird, but he was like, all right, because it was originally just for Kanye, but yeah, uh, Jay was there. So Jay hopped mm. on for that the was weird, two though. lines, whatever he did. If I was Drake, I'd feel privileged though. Like Jay yeah. wanted to hop on. <laughs> yeah, but then he <laughs> took them both off completely, didn't he? Yeah, uh, he did, yeah. But the thing is, that's because Kanye's done that to him. So many times, but, Kanye did it, but on then Wolf. it was yeah. Oh. But and it's mad because um, obviously he did that. But then Kanye then later came out when he was I can't remember what tour this was, but he was saying they came off the record in respect to Meat Mill because that's when Drake was beefing Meat Mill at the time. Yeah, Even wasn't though, it a lame I, thing as well. Yeah. Mill, that doesn't make no sense to I, me. I, I know it doesn't. But what, what does, what does Kanye and, and Jay-Z, does, does, do they even have a song with Meek Mill? I don't think they have songs with Meek Mill. <laughs> no, I don't think they do. No, no that doesn't make no sense to me. Maybe because they think, all like, everybody likes Rick Ross. Every, no one wants to follow yeah, Rick Ross. Yeah. But did Ye not say something, wasn't that during one of his rants, like right towards yeah, the end? Was, of, yeah, like, it was. Yeah, it was before he was he went into the hospital. Because he says, I feel like in almost the same sentence, he says something about that, about not wanting to disrespect Meek. But then saying something about how Apple and Tidal didn't see eye to eye about it because obviously Drake's project was coming, Apple was being pushed by Apple. Mm. Um, you know, Jay Z was connected with Tidal. 
But then I, f- I feel like Jay Z. Oh was yeah, crying. they definitely said that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. They definitely all said that. All in the that. same breath. All in the same breath. So it was like you might as well have just went with the latter. That would have just made more sense. Do you know what I mean? But he <laughs> was saying a lot of it. stuff back then. A lot of stuff. Oh, got he, was, he was saying a lot of stuff because then we've always so failed to mention he he came out and then he was annoyed because you know when um Drake did for free with uh, DJ Khaled, mm. he was also getting annoyed at that coming out saying, "Ah, oh, stop having radio plays with like DJ Khaled saying for free." So they were paying again. for it. Yeah, exactly. but I understood Drake where Kanye was coming yeah. from, though. Like Drake it was annoying. Hard, but yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Even though, out isn't it? More, you know? <laughs> or it might be out now, but there was a lot of songs that came out back then with DJ Khaled and Drake that aren't out now. There was one song called "To the Max." That song's not mm. out anymore, which is weird to me because it's why? Why does Drake do the DJ Khaled songs if Drake is the bigger artist? Like, how much does DJ Khaled pay Drake for this? That he feels like this is okay. Mm. I don't know, man. Because we're in the same time period of 2016 is when Drake and Khaled became an unstoppable machine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we're at a time where Kanye West is ill, let's face it. You know, he's coming towards the end of the Pablo tour. I think that was around the time that Kim Kardashian got robbed or something like that in the hotel room. Yeah. He's not in a good, he's not in a good frame of mind, basically. Nah. Um, and he's saying a lot of stuff in his um in his rants and whatnot so he goes he goes into the hospital and kind of goes quiet 2017 mm. i feel like around that time drake dropped that track two birds one stone where he dissed Pusha T and cuddy i feel like that happened wait and where's drake... the part where, where drake said something about um, kid cuddy's mental health where where yeah, was that? That's, that's the one. That's the song. That's the one. Two yeah, yeah. Ones. yeah oh, that's the one. Okay. That, yeah, that's the one. That's I feel like that's late 2016, but then it ends up on More Life. And then I remember him doing an interview with Semtex, I think. And he was asked about like, what Kanye said. And he was kind of he said something like, Oh, I, I appreciate like he's going through something right now, but you could tell he weren't happy about it. Do you know what I mean? He was pissed off that Kanye said what he said. So it's kind of there's sort of I guess there's a bit of foreshadowing for what's to come the following year in my mind, like looking back at it retrospectively. I don't know how you feel about that, but um, yeah, especially that Drake was taking a jab at Cuddy in relation to me. Yeah, that was, um, that never sat right with me. Yeah, but we didn't cancel Drake the way we've cancelled other people for saying outrageous things, which is just speaks volumes about yeah. how, how much we like Drake. Yeah. Let's not like, even though we're going to probably trash Drake in the next, like however long we're talking, yeah we give Drake so many blies and let him off with so much stuff. Mm. stuff I think that moment I did realise though, Drake's a villain. Like, he'll <laughs> say horrible things. <laughs> no, because when he, when he got gunned for by Pusher, all of a sudden it's, oh, you can't say that in the beef. But Yeah, that, his team is stronger yeah, than that Drake. Was, yeah. that, that showed you that Drake's team controls him. It's not the other way around. See, the way I viewed it at the time was that when, um, when Drake said that about Cuddy, I was actually quite shocked at the backlash in a way because people have said much worse stuff on records 100% think about like what Tupac said on Hit Em Up and you know there's just because so people much- like people like Cuddy though innit and we all know he's on the edge especially at that point so how are you going to say that to someone Cuddy's never given off think- that bad man persona and then Drake came with him came for him with that bad man persona that he likes to f- jump into every now mm. and again there's but, no need but it's not genuine because that's not who he is I th- yeah, I, th- I get you, Kieran. I feel. I think it's partly that. I think it's partly the image that has been portrayed of Drake. I think there was always this thing that he was a soft man, and you know this and that. Well, he's, so like, he's oh, a know, this is out boy. of character. But he's if you've really followed and listened to his bars over the years, he's always he's constantly 
been in sort of subliminal battles with people constantly. Um, so maybe this was, like you say, I think villain's a right word. I think Drake's always been kind of up for it and, you know, not been as soft as people made out to be in terms of his pen. But when it comes to, when it came to the Cuddy thing, it was like, oh, that's a little bit darker. That's a bit, you know, the man's down and you're you're saying this. But then at the same time, Cuddy, I know Cuddy wasn't well or, you know, apparently he wasn't, but you've got to watch what you say. You know what I mean? It's, I'm not, I'm not um, trying to downplay mental health, but at the same time, like there are consequences when you disrespect someone. And, I think um, Cuddy was treating people like shit. Like Lupe yeah. had some, something yeah. with him as well. Yeah, Lupe was said he wanted well, to punch him in the uh, face or something. Like. Yeah, L- <laughs> Lupe still doesn't forgive him. He said uh, Cuddy's the one person he can't forgive. He can forgive so, anyone so else, but, but yeah, yeah, but Cuddy, no. So yeah, so so Drake drops more life. He does the interview where he, you can tell he's not really happy with what Kanye said on that tour. And then we get to 2018. Kanye kind of makes his return. There's the whole. I think the mega hat stuff, there's, you know, the whatever going on. Um, and he announces the whole good music rollout. Do you remember the five albums, mm-hmm. seven tracks yep. on each album? Coincidentally, around the time that Drake announces an album's coming, um, we get liftoff, poop diddy scoop and all that. And we don't really know at the time what the hell that's about, but we do find <laughs> out eventually. <laughs> yeah. That, um, I'm sorry. That was a ridiculous him, moment. We didn't have that a group chat That was probably his best jab, I think. Yeah. I think that was his best jab that he's was, ever done. We didn't have a group chat How's he dropping the beat that, that Drake really <laughs> that wants? Oh, no. He's <laughs> saying that. Sean was like, I don't feel like this is to Kanye West anymore. that on streamings, though? I think that's still on streaming services. 100 percent is. No, no, 100% is. But Sean was like, I don't think I can listen to Kanye West anymore. I was like, Do you not hear how hard this is? He's like, What are you talking about? I was like, No, nah, it's stupid. <laughs> it's completely stupid. I had because we didn't know, did we, at the time? There nah. wasn't, you know, we didn't have infrared at this time. There was no duppy freestyle. Um, it was just this coincidental thing that Kanye and Drake were dropping around the same time and this weird song came out. And then there was a song with T.I. as well that hasn't that really was crap. aged well. That a was conversation so with. So It dumb. never sounded good, though. It, it, it sounded like a weirdly edited yeah. podcast. Uh, you know what I mean? It just made no sense. But everyone was lording yeah. up, oh, this is the most intelligent thing anyone could ever do. I was like, I don't, I don't think it is. You know, mm. I think you guys are just making it up as you go along. Yeah. And for some reason, T.I. was the man to sit down with Kanye and try and... But wasn't T.I. Wasn't he saying no, he used no, to check his T. daughter's hymen and all that no, kind of stuff? Yeah, he's no, cancelled now. Yeah, I'm saying it. Guy, man. He was cancelled. Stuff that no who sense. does that? Who does that to it? Who does that to their own daughter, man? Who and does that in general? Like, and he's yeah. No, like, it's just how he was like proud about it. I'm like, man, you need to get yourself checked. I think he was supporting the baby vocally recently as well. What I'm just saying, like the baby has the right to say this. Oh like, no, Ti just—he's no, like, no, so cancelled right now. Ti needs to jam. He needs to jam all the way back because he's just—he's on the brink of of basically not existing anymore with the way he's moving. Yeah. The, the less said, the better. Back, back to the topic. Yeah, back to the topic. Um, okay, so Daytona drops, infrared drops, Pusha T responds to two birds one stone or whatever it is. Mm. Um, and it just, to me at the time, it just, I knew who, what he was talking, who he was talking about. Sorry. You know, obviously, you know, there was the whole, does he even say Quentin in it? I don't, yeah. I, I he says, yeah, yeah. He says Quentin. Yeah. He says Quentin. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was so obvious, but they've had a back. We could do a whole different conversation about Drake and Pusha T over the years. Cause it goes back far. Um, but I didn't think anything of it. And then Duppy freestyle drops. And we, I've got, to, we've got to try and put, 
put ourselves in the mind frame of not hearing the story of Adidon. Duppy Freestyle was a great, mm-hmm. great record, I thought. Like, in terms oh, no, of, it was brilliant. It was, it was like brilliant. A, yeah. Like, I wouldn't even, I don't know if I'd call it a diss. Would you call it a diss? Yeah, it's a diss record. Well, no, the thing is, it, it was a response. Record, but it was a response, but he was going more at Kanye than he was at Push. That That's what, that's kind of why people might think, oh, yeah, it's not really, well, it was obviously he responded to Push, but the bar, yeah. he was doing it to Kanye. You could hear the sort of venom and the anger towards Kanye mm. in that track. So I call it the, and I don't mean in terms of, so let me, I'll quickly say my opinion on this first. When it comes to um, TakeOver and Aoife, over time, I've realised that TakeOver was the better diss record, okay? Likewise. Nas had the shock value and the and the insults and that. And as a younger person, that was like, oh my God, it's amazing. But over time, you grow up a bit and you realise that Jay-Z's pretty much talking facts. I felt like Duppy Freestyle was a bit like that. However, what... Pusha T followed up with with the story of Adidon. Not only had the the shock Unseen. value, it was also truth. <laughs> oh um, and, man! And it's probably it, it it's probably one of the greatest diss records of all time. It brought too much stuff out. It's like you said, Sean. You said you felt like you were hearing a private conversation that you shouldn't have heard, and I was just like, I don't even realize I don't realize like what's going on here. But it's definitely not for me to know. And it, 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 to be honest, it's the first time we've seen Drake lose, if you want to talk about losing. Yeah. Off the back of his last beef, like his last public beef with, with Meek Mill, where he absolutely destroyed the guy, made a club banger that still plays to this day. You know what I mean? Completely upset a whole man's life, yeah? To this, it's not like it's just like a loss-loss. It is a complete and utter, you know what I mean? Eradication. I thought, I genuinely thought that would be the end of Drake's career. Especially the way everything came out with the blackface right. and all this oh, kind of I, stuff. I, 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 yeah, I thought it would be because mm-hmm. it was the way it's the way on that record how he's like, "You are hiding a child," and it was the shock value. <laughs> and you're like, flipping. I remember exactly where I was when I heard oh, that. So I, I was I went on holiday. I was in Rhodes, right, and I'm sitting on the beach, and it was the day that Yay, uh, yeah, the day that Yay came out. I think around that time, or the day after, or something like that. Mm. And I'm sitting on the beach and I'm catching up. I'm catching up on everything. And I, I'm hearing Duppy freestyle. I'm like, oh, this is hard. I like this. I like this. And I'm already seeing there's a response. And I see the cover art and I'm like, no way. This is foul. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Photoshop, you know. And then when I found yeah. the pictures, actually real. I was like, how did you find this? Why has this not come yeah. out before I, now? Yeah. And and I'm listening through. First of all, the beat comes on. I'm like, no, I don't do this. What, what's what's about to happen here? Mm. And he starts off, and I'm like, okay, okay, right, yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing amazing at first. And I'm trying to remember the bars off the top of my head. But basically, when I heard the bit about you are hiding a child, that that boy come home, I stopped it, stopped the song, <laughs> and I had to. I took my headphones out, and I, I'm on the beach, and I'm looking around. Like, Is anyone else hearing this? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Right. And it just gets worse. It just like the bit towards the end about the no, bit about no, 40. 40. The oh, bit about 40 is horrible. <laughs> but like, evil. I swear, someone on the scoop was talking about 40 like that when CLB dropped. I'm just saying, that was me. That was not me. That oh, might have Dio, been me. Was oh, some right. deep well, things okay. about 40. It could have been me. I ain't gonna lie, but it definitely wasn't me. You know, the ones no, who no, it no. sounds like something I would it, do. It, it was Borderline Adidon. Oh no. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad about 40. But I, I, I mean, I'm not, I did say man should retire and stuff, but I'm not going through his head and saying, man, 40, um, 40's what, hunchback, like he's 80 or something. I can't no, it was, the, it was this, he, that just... man is 666. Six, six. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
and and then the bit that the bit that got me hyped as well is at the end he's like surgical summer volume one I'm like there's more yes surgical summer do you know what really deaded it off yeah is when drake was like i wrote something that was way worse but i couldn't release he's like no that was no. dead you know no, that was dead. lie that's what everyone what, says and you know what annoyed me like so many people came out because you had dj academics saying oh yeah man he had loads on him and and this thing would have ended kanye's career or, um, in fairness, like Jay Prince out. said it. If, like Jay Prince, yeah, but no, academics came band. out. As, no, no yeah, I know, but yeah, I mean, like yeah. before Drake said anything, Jay mm. Prince was like, "Look, I, I stopped it from happening." Basically, and Drake does yeah. say horrible things as well, as yeah. we've realized. Yeah, but what could he say about Pusha T? Do you, do you see what I'm trying to say? I think he would have. He would have gone for Kanye. He was yeah, going to no, go for Kanye. He was, he was just, going for Kanye. The beef is left from right, though. That's not making any sense. Why are you going to go for Kanye when you're you're talking to Pusha T? I just think I think he would have. You know, I think. The Kanye thing was like that. So that I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to, I'm going off what Drake said, like in that interview with LeBron James and all that. He said that when they got to Wyoming to, to supposedly work on some music together, 40 went there early and was just like the vibes off. He's working on an album. It's not what he said is going on. It's a bit weird. And they went anyway and they ended up working on Kanye's album. Like he wrote Yikes and things like, or wrote, uh, you know, helped write Yikes and songs like that. Um, and then lift up, lift yourself comes out after he gets back. He gets like a weird text from Kanye. Lift yourself comes out. So even though Pusha T's pro- prodded him on infrared, I think from Jake's perspective, he was like, "Hold on a minute, like you're you're producing this song. You know, I write for you, and you're letting this man discredit me." So there was, and I think because he has has a somewhat personal relationship and a massive respect for Kanye West, that's who he was more. Upset Can we acknowledge as well, though? There's a track called "What Would Meek Do" before "Infrared" too. I feel like yeah. it links to it. It definitely links. Yeah, look, Kanye's not innocent in this. Like, no way. Well, this beef I, I, is about know. Drake and Kanye, but you have to discuss yeah. this beef because it's still got Drake, still got Kanye, fucking intertwined in all of it. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, and he's the mastermind of it. Mm. Yeah, and Duppy Freestyle as well. Although it had shots of Pusha T, he's still coming for Kanye. He's like, you know. Yeah. He says some fuck things about Kanye. He says some horrible stuff. It's, that's why I think this, I pop style this, for 30 hours and let it Yeah, that was, I remember yeah, all this. Like, Wheel yeah. it. Um, yeah, so all that goes on. But this is, actually, I don't know if this is a hot take. It might be because it's different to what you said, Sam. I actually think that Meek, what Meek did to Drake has had more of a detrimental impact on Drake than what Pusha T did. So mm. in the moment, you got to hear me out with this as well. Because Kieran's like, what the fuck's this yeah. going about? Yeah. So, yeah, so I'll break it's it down. It's a hot take. It's a hot take. I'll break it down. So Pusha T won the battle. In the moment, he had the shock value. Mm. And Drake took an L, right, in the battle. But if we look at what that did in terms of Drake's popularity, his success, anything like that. I mean, Scorpion was his highest in an album, I think. Not sure, might be wrong. Let's face it, it didn't hurt him in any way, shape, or form, really, Mm-mm. other than in the moment. What Meek did for his reputation, it's never ever left Drake. Mm. Never. It's always tarnished him because I think Drake, and this is what and this comes on to my overall thing about Drake and his and how I feel about his um more specifically his rapping and how I think it's changed since the Meek Mill incident. Mm. I think prior to that, there was a hunger. In Drake, there was a passion in his voice. There was energy there. 
I think he was very much, he really wanted to prove himself to the rap world, to the to the hip hop community that he could really do this, this rapping thing, that he could write, that he could bar, whatever. Because he always had that kind of stigma of the soft guy, the one that sings, that, you know, talks about these relationships and this and that. There were the memes all the time of Drake. Um, and I think with nothing was the same. He was getting to that point of like really being respected in terms of crafting an album, you know, being a great rapper. You had Tuscan Leather, you had Wu-Tang Forever, you had From Time. Do you know what I mean? And Take There had songs like it as well. And I think what Meek Mill did by sort of exposing um, with the ghostwriter thing just is a, has tarnished his reputation. I don't think he will ever be able to, to shake that. Mm. And I think that's why going forward after Back to Back, which is another classic disc record, after that, I feel like Drake's approach when it comes to rapping is like, I'm never going to win these guys over. I'm never going to be held up there with the greatest MCs of all time. I'm not putting all my energy into this anymore. I put some of it in. Like we still get great Drake rap records. Don't get me wrong. There's things like Diplomatic Community and, you know, there's plenty, but it's, there's a different vibe to it. There's a different feel. It's not like the, the language or it's not like the ride. The ride is an amazing Drake song. Do you get what I'm saying? So I feel like... Mm. You're talking about more... classic rap records. Like Drake doesn't really yeah, do talking... that anymore. Yeah. yeah, I'm talking bars. I think that, again, like I say, in the moment, it must have been very embarrassing what Pusha T did, very, you know, it made him angry, this and that. But then six months later, who really cared? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. it didn't really hurt him. The Meek Mill thing, I think it stuck with him from time. Excuse the pun. Hey. <laughs> no, I, I agree with that, you know. I was screw uh, facing, yeah, but that, 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 that all yeah. makes sense. Yeah, that it makes, makes sense, a lot of but, sense. Because he's, ne- he's never going to get thing, away from he, that. He, that's why he didn't reply, actually. His team was right to an extent. It was like, don't reply. You haven't actually lost anything yet, really. Like, you've got a kid everyone knows now. Cool. Just be a good dad, basically. <laughs> that's that's really what he tries to do all over Instagram as well. That's the thing. He's like, he like fl- um, flounced at the fact that he's a dad to, obviously, Adondis, or however you pronounce the name. And it's all over his Instagram. And you are right. Like, at the time, everyone's like, oh, this is going to, like, fuck up Drake's career but it hasn't it's just made but it's made like especially like young girls who go oh look how amazing of a dad he's being that doesn't affect That's he was saying at the time he was saying at the time that, that he was trying to find out whether the baby was his or not because you know obviously we, we all now see the baby blue eyes blonde hair like he was like I was trying to figure out whether this was my baby and I was thinking that's not really the excuse you want to use especially because your child may, may hear that in the future you just want to say there was issues with the baby mum blah 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 but even all the fumbles he made and the energy he was giving out in the interviews when he was trying to reclaim his name, I realised that he doesn't actually need to care anymore because it, it doesn't matter what he does or says anymore. Like he's he's Unless he does something completely fucked, like, you know what mm. I mean? Robert Kelly level stuff. I think Drake's fine. Oh, yeah. This is what I said last week, though. Drake's done enough to prove everything, really. Like he could do anything. Like it won't tarnish what he's done. I feel like Drake is untouchable, right? And when I say untouchable, I can't—I don't know if we're skipping bits or if I'm going too far ahead, yeah. But to release an album called Certified Lover Boy shows how untouchable you are. Because what the hell is that, that cover title? Up. That cover art is crap. It's the worst cover I've ever seen in my life. It's nine emojis. Mm. There's no- it's mm-hmm. one of the worst artworks I've ever seen in my whole life. Like, just conceptually. Don does artwork is better. And there's no artwork there. Do you think, that's the, point, <laughs> Do you think that's the point? Yeah, I think I think, it, I think this whole album's supposed to be a joke, really and yeah. truly. It's not getting high ratings. 
it's still selling the same amount, surely. It's not like it's done bad numbers. Everyone was talking about how, oh, wow, it's sold more than Donda. But it's like, as we established um, at the beginning, the Drake effect is mass. Drake will sell three times what you will sell and not even bat an eyelid. I think this is why Drake pisses me off and puts me in a bad mood, like on initial reactions. Because like, he is annoying, you know. It's annoying what he can do. Like he can he can drop an album with such a bad artwork that means nothing. But it's like a bunch of pregnant women. All the colors of pregnant women. They're not even all colors though. They're not. They're not even all colors though. Oh, it's just. I haven't looked. It's at a it selection. Like I haven't even looked at it. Drake like is in um. Drake is in Eminem territory where he's got such a huge yeah. fan base, and that fan base is fan base is predominantly made up of. And I'm not. I'm not trying to be like. I don't know. Snob be or pretentious but casual casual music listeners these aren't people that do what we do they're not people that are like you know listening to a new album every week and this and that they're people that are you know listening to the radio they'll stick on a playlist on spotify they'll hear things in clubs they're not it's not a disrespect to anyone but it's just drake's music appeals to that kind of listener it's not easy it's not hard to digest um it's always going to be palatable to be played on the radio to make the playlist this and that but i've had, I've had used to be conversations. though yeah that's no, it didn't no, used always. to be but i mean look put it this way i've had two or three conversations since the release of both albums and everyone has said to me that drake's album is better than kanye exactly West. Like, no, no, exactly no, no, no. everybody I've saying heard it that all. Or, like, I, basically everyone says it <laughs> or what they'll say is i haven't listened to drake's album yet but what are the good songs but then someone will say the exact same thing about kanye's album. like i can't tell you what the good songs are on kanye's album you have to listen to the whole thing but with drake's album i can be like oh this song this song that song and you might like these ones but then as an album i'm like I don't know if this even counts as an album. It's just a bunch of songs. It's Instagram quotes and TikTok songs all thrown into one, you know what I mean, folder. It's fair and, enough, you know. I like yeah. It's a hot take, but it's fair enough. But I've got to a point now where that sort of like five years ago, especially when I was sort of in my, my teens, that sort of thing would have wound me up. I would have got angry and had an argument with someone. Oh, but, a- but I just sort of sit and go, okay, fair enough, fair enough. But, you know, like people I've spoken to they they just cannot listen to Donda Chan for instance they cannot sort of sit there and sort of work out why he's done that and put you know what what the meaning of that is it's just all it is is a word being said like yeah. they don't even know that it's his mum do you know what I mean they don't actually this is what I mean it's casual listening it's not actually understanding and they, and they don't take the time to research or do anything that's the thing that no. anno- well I say it annoys me but I can't get annoyed it's fair enough that's what, though, casual, that's what a casual listener does you are right because no one's a casual listener, if they listen to Donda chant, they are just going to think, why the hell is this guy saying Donda several times? But to, obviously mm. to us, we know it's art. Like, it, it, it is clear it's art and it's... So like, obvious. It's still, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so obvious. But to a casual listener, they're just going to be like, why is everyone getting excited about someone mm. saying just saying Donda, Donda, Donda? But you've got to look deeper than that, but they don't take the time to, so... Yes, yeah, some people are just into other things. Some people aren't really yeah. into much at all. You know, like some people just aren't inclined to kind of, you know, sort of immerse themselves in whatever it is, whether it be music, film, TV, sport, whatever. Um, and it's not for everyone. But I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying from what I've, the conversations I've had so far with just people outside of you guys, it's, just, you know, no one's feeling the Kanye album and everyone's liking the Drake one. But that happens every time. And it goes back to the whole thing with Scorpion. It's like, if you think about it, that, that album had God's plan on. It had in my feelings. It had non-stop. It had, do you know what I mean? Huge singles, nice for what, which apparently was meant to have Kanye on. Um, really? That, that would have been so good. Where are you getting well. this information from, Sean? <laughs> yeah, where are you finding that from? Friend? 
Nah, where are you getting this information from? Do your Googles. Nah, nah, this guy. He might show the Guardian. Do, do your Google. That's another thing, though. In my feelings, that obviously, that like, I think really sent Kanye over the edge. Do you love me? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like that's that's the shot that everyone thinks it is. Honestly, I think it's just a no, name, honestly, man. He's yeah. always just said random no, names. I know it's a name, but I don't think Kanye took it like it's sicko mode though. Yeah. No, no, oh, it's actually sicko mode that yeah, done it. Yeah, is actually a bit. He was like, "Why are you rapping about Kim on Travis's squad?" Like, it was the it was the directions, and then people actually did the things like, "Yeah, Drake lives here, Kanye lives there." That makes perfect sense. That he's given straight directions to his house He's the <laughs> I was like it does make sense it's like I'm seeing it for myself um, no it's just he, he said um, but Kanye I feel like I've seen something where Kanye responded like he, I think he did like a I don't know if it was an insta live or something he's videoing himself walking along yeah, under a train yeah, track isn't so, it? and he says something I don't know he says something like if if I had an old girlfriend called called Renata Renata, Renata and, and then started and then singing about Riri and yeah, you were married exactly. to Rihanna you wouldn't like it. It's something like that. Something yeah. weird. Yeah, like it was something that. like that. Yeah. But he basically what he's saying is it sounds a bit you know what this could do. So why would you do it? Um Hold yeah. on. Drake took the out the call. Oh crap. Oh the OVO spies are back. Man. Oh shit. They never <laughs> left, Sean. They've always been here. I think it's Kieran. Kieran's the Kieran's the OVO spy, yeah. Part of me loves Drake. I can't, I can't deny it. Same though. Same. Same. That's the problem, isn't it? I don't want to though. I don't even want to like you. My sister gets on to me. She's like, you're just a Drake fan. I was like, no, I'm not. I like Drake's music, but it's like, it's a bit hard not to like Drake's music. Like, no, but you don't like all of his music though as well. Nah, yeah. So I'm don't, not, don't even generalize that. it like that. I don't even try to lie to myself and say like, oh, Drake is one of the hardest rappers alive because he's not. He's just there. And you can't deny the fact he's there. It's like Cardi B. Cardi B makes music. It's all right. I'm not actively gonna go try and listen to it, but I'm gonna end up hearing it. I'm, I'm gonna be real. I put on crazy. Um, sorry, certified lover boy this morning. Crazy I got pissed boy. off. <laughs> yeah, trust me. I got pissed off because I was just like, why was I vibing to it last week? You, you were saying you were saying earlier this this yeah, same bro, week nah. that the album's bro. all right. You said it's okay. Oh man, but I'm a Gemini, you know, and I was not in the mood today. <laughs> oh man, what's what's your actual opinion on on that album now? Um. Has yours changed? Good, good segue to talk about the music, actually. Um, no, it's not. It's not really. I, I feel exactly the same way I did as when I heard it, that I heard it that opening week. I think it's another um, safe, okay project. Do you know what I mean? There's a few takeaways that, you know, well, actually, there's probably the least <laughs> from, from any of his projects, but mm-hmm. there's a couple takeaways. Um, but there's nothing on there that's progressive. There's nothing on there that's, you know, it's just another one. I can't, I can't really, I feel really bad because I, I, I don't really have anything to say. There's You're not, the man that I, says, I, I want to sit, sit with albums. You know, you always say, oh, I want to sit with mm. this album. I want to sit with this album. You, you're not sitting yeah, yeah. with Certified Lover Boys. You don't see a point in this case. I'm trying, I'm trying to be respectful. I can't with this because I feel like I've got it within two listens. Do you get what I mean? It's too yeah. casual to sit with. Yeah, I can't sit with it. And, and there's, like I say, there's not enough on here, even less than Scorpion for me to take away. Mm. You know, I, mm-hmm. in fact, I've got to bring up the I'll bring up the um, track list now, and I'll let, you know. But I was trying, so I came well. in first time. First listen for me, I'm always just hearing it. I'm not listening, listening. I'm not like trying to dissect, dissect anything. Then I couldn't make it through the album, so I said, right, let me come in with an analytical ear. Yeah, let me come in on like some reviewer type vibe. And I was like, oh wait, Drake is trying to say this in the intro, and it maybe sets the scene for the album. Then I came back a third time, yeah, because I couldn't make it through that listen either. I came back a third time, I was like, I just don't like this. And it's it's not anything personal. It's not anything like, 
oh, this is crap yet. I just don't like it. And I feel like maybe my expectations were, were skewed, maybe because of Scary Hours 2. But I, Scary Hours 2 was so good. It's, yeah. It's confusing. My, my expectations were skewed because of Scary Hours 2. But then when I come back to like, you know, reality, there's three songs on there that I've been forced to listen to. And there's two songs on there, on there that I like. What are the three that you were forced to? 7am on Bridal Path, fucking fans and something else. I can't remember, but I only like Way Too Sexy and uh, Champagne Poetry. And the only reason I like Champagne Poetry is because I like really repetitive beats. I always have like anything with like a a looped up vocal sample. I'm going to be like, oh, this is hard. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's not a good song. And then my sister's like, oh, Masego's version's better. I was like, Masego has a version? Then I listened to Masego and I was like, oh, yeah, Drake really just kind of took a good beat and made it worse and said bullshit. That's what J. Cole did with Pipe Down as well. He That's made unfair. he made the beat sound so good that now I listen to Pipe Down, I'm like, you know what, I like this song now, but it's not because of Drake at all. I never heard Pipe Down <laughs> when that come out. So I was like, oh, J. Cole's what, dropping a new project? And then you and then Theo's, Theo's over here to, to back himself. Theo's like, it's Pipe Down. I was like, what the fuck is Pipe Down? I was like, I'm not paying attention in the group chat properly. So I wasn't paying attention to what Theo said. I was like, it's piped down, it's piped down. Oh, I thought he was telling someone to pipe down, right? And and then it, I listened to Pipe Down. I was like, why why has J. Cole destroyed Drake on his own beat? We're talking about the pipe down and the Heavens EP thing. But we, we were kind of coming from the point of talking about the music. We're talking about CLB. You know what? CLB's grown at me. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, no. You're on your own with that one. No, man. On your own now. I flip, I flip back, you know? Have you slipped back. back? It's nah, too casual. Nah, it's it's too casual to grow on me. <laughs> if you, if you got Donda, why would you listen to CB, CLB? Really? Oh no, I un- no, I understand that. But I was saying this album. I, I was cr- I was cussing this album hard. I was saying it was trash, and I, I just don't believe it's trash it's anymore. Forty no, I'm not, hard, isn't it? Yeah, no, I know it's cussing forty hard because uh, yeah, I, I have to take that back because. Um, champagne poetry that beat is hard even though I was thinking that beat was so, just terrible so terrible, just anyway. the thing for me I, I never I didn't find the um the beat bad but I think I said this to you lot in the group is it was cutting through Drake on the first listen for me I was trying to listen to what he was saying because it was one of those ones where it's like okay this is one of Drake's intros he's got something to say and the beat was just cutting through that sample just mm. kept like clashing with his voice I don't mm. know whether it was just like the headphones I was listening on or the I don't know. I don't know. But um, and I've, I'll be honest. I've, I've listened to Freddie's version more. Freddie, Freddie did more with that yeah. beat. Oh no, Fre- Fre- Freddie killed that. Yeah, yeah. Freddie gives mm. spat on that. Yeah. Have you not heard it? That's you where he it? calls out. That's where he oh. calls out um, Kendrick. Where he's saying, "Drake's oh, yeah. breaking my top five. Uh, like, like, yeah. Freddie responds to that. Ah, damn. There's too much coming off the back yeah. of this Drake album. Like, I, I don't understand why everybody's got something to say on Drake's beats and why everyone's got something to say to Drake. Because <laughs> you know I mean? he's the biggest. <laughs> yeah, but he's the biggest in a different field. The people that listen to Drake, yeah, on the whole, don't listen to Kanye West. They don't listen to Kendrick. They've never heard of Freddie Gibbs. Do you know what I mean? Isn't it? They, mm. it, they are in a different stratosphere. They're in a different People's realm. He's trying to steal the Drake hype though. Do you know what I mean? Just jump on that little hype train. See but if everyone did that with Lemon Pepper and that felt like a different, more victorious moment because the beat was so hard. In this case, I didn't even know Pipe Down was on, was on Drake's album and I thought J. Cole had just I didn't, done I a didn't. J. Cole thing, you know? <laughs> but this is well, why like, Fred, Freddie won't, Freddie yeah. won't diss Drake. Because he knows the power that comes with Drake. If Drake, if Freddie gets the Drake feature, that could take him to the next level. Yeah, but Freddie, I mean? Freddie dissed Drake. Nah, he didn't diss Drake. I don't think he dissed him. I don't nah, think he did. I think it was more aimed at 
Kendrick and the game. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And even even Cole, Cole drops that, you know, a, that great pipe down sort of whatever it's called, it, Heaven's EP or something like that. Um, yeah. And Freddie starts saying mid bars. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, and then so he's not afraid to do it to saying, Cole or Kendrick. To drop yeah. They're, they're not really mid bars, though, when you really listen to it. I don't know why he said that. I think, just it's just, I think what he's saying is, is like, he's. Because nah, Cole's. He, yeah. yeah, he's competitive. But, and it's, I, I love but that. There's, but he's the, also there's like delusion Cole. as well, though. Like, <laughs> that's, that's like Virgin on Deluded. No, but I think what he means is, is like Cole is in the same breath, kind of saying, "Oh, I'm number three, but then he's like kind of slightly jabbing Drake at the same time. It's like just go all in, <laughs> just 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 go for it, mm, be the enough. best, yeah, like yeah. say you're the best." Um, because Freddie don't play those games, but Freddie, I I I could be wrong. I'll hold my hands up if I ever am, but I don't think he'll ever diss Drake because he knows if he gets the Drake feature, he's in he's in that. I think kind he of even space. put Drake in his top five. Did he? No, I don't remember. What did he put Drake in his top five? He was on Bootleg Kevin. He said, "Who's the top five rappers right now?" And he said, um, "He was like Killer Mike." Yeah, um, this was last year. Black Thought, uh, yeah, Black Thought, Benny, Black Thought, and Drake. That's that's a very odd skewed list because it's like he's gone for real, real rappers, then a few throwbacks, and then Drake. It's the same though. Do you like? Do you think? Do you really think Benny's listening to Girls Want Girls? I think he has. Benny ain't listening to. But the thing that's is, what I mean, it's like no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Some rappers what? won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? No, no, no. What I mean is, is like, certain, there's certain rappers out there from a different that are on a different tier that speak very highly of Drake, right? But will perhaps diss or not like not specifically like name someone, but they'll make they'll gem, what I call generalized bark, like generalized jabs at the game or at, at, at a group of rappers for saying or doing certain things. But they won't do it towards Drake. Yeah, but who's at the top of the game? Is Drake, if they get the Drake feature, exactly. If they get the Drake feature, if they get the Drake cosign, anything like that, it could propel them. That's what mm. I mean. So I just it might not be as conceit. It might not be as cynical as that though. So because I said this on the group the other day, like you rate Andre three thousand because he can put together like pop raps as well, and Drake has mastered that craft too of making like commercial rap songs. It's not something that easy for other people to pull together. <sighs> Mm, nah. I don't there's know. a there's a craft to what he's doing. He's got an amazing team. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I feel like Andre Fifasen sits there and actually like builds. Yeah, this I ain't trying to. No, I, I'm not even trying to like put them on the same. Uh, <laughs> don't sorry. get me started. I don't. Yeah, yeah, let's not actually. Let's not even go down there. Right, um, we got we got sidetracked. Yeah, but CLB is arguably a mess. Yeah, whereas Donda is just a lot to take in. Is what I wanted to kind of get to. CLB is a six out of ten for me. It's gonna drop it. Yeah, there's nothing to take away from CLB. Like no yeah. lyrics are profound on it. There's some on seven a.m. Say but you're that, a lesbian. Really yeah. Me too. Oh, I'm not man, taking that, that away. So that, that can stay dead. on the album. Oh, that's wow. that's you have no idea what bars are, Kieran. That's why you're. That's, that's arguably <laughs> offensive <laughs> though, as well. Though like, it's, yeah. it's mad yeah. ignorant. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's dumb. It's hell, like it's hella like, ignorant. But when I say this album grows on me, I said this album is literally growing on me rating it about like a three to like up to a six. That's what. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Doing. I would agree with that. I started at like a four yeah. and I've gone to about a six. I, was, I, was I think I peaked at a 4.7 and it goes down every time it's I listen to it. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Peaked. It peaked. Oh yeah, my it peaked. God. When I tried to really listen to it, I, I forgot about what I was listening to and I was like, wait, no, no, no. This album's still terrible. I, I, I get confused when I listen features. to CLB. It's weird. Major features. 
it's just it is all over the place as an album. I have to not even treat it as an album. I'm not gonna lie to you because it is all over the place. But there is some vibes on there. I can't lie. But that's the dumb. You don't mean to smile like that. Like an album. <laughs> you know, there are some vibes on there. I can't lie. Mm. No <laughs> standalone vibes. But it's like it's it's crafted like an album. Do you know what I mean? Like he's it's trying he's tried making you think. Yeah. It's... Donda's an album. Donda's a hundred percent an album, but I, oh, Don, I, I guess Donda's an incredible. Wait, album. we need to go back to the to the fucking outline. Yeah, how real is this beef? I don't know. If I skip too far ahead, Sean, keep me keep me in line. I don't know where we are. No, no, I think we I think we kind of went ahead a bit with the music side of things. But I then I read that back that question. We kind of we kind of dealt with it already. I think that I think there's some things. Point, to do with it. Go on. I've got a point though. I've got a point about that. Oh, go on, go on. Rick Ross he did that. Um, I don't know what he was posting on. I don't know where he said it, but he was just like, I love watching the Drake and Kanye back and forth because it's obviously a joke and it's like fun to watch. I was thinking like, he's close to both of them. He must know like the real tea about what's going on. Yeah, sometimes I think it, sometimes I think, oh yeah, this is all for publicity and marketing, especially the way that their albums, this is the second time now where they've really kind of coincided. Um, And then also some of the sort of petty things that have been said in the past, you just think how can grown men actually dislike each other over this <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean but then when you yeah. but then when you if you just all you have to do is bring it back to the whole story of added on thing and that is serious really like the things that were said the things that were done around that time mm. that's the bit that makes me think I, I do think this is real yeah i think drake is living rent free in Kanye west head i've got to be honest i really do mm. is that really the right way to put it though like if- I d- it depends where you where we're coming from with it. I'm because again, as an, as artists, to me, they don't really compare. They don't compare when you look at the the discographies of both of them. Mm. Even at this point in both their careers, like Kanye West is, say what you want about Donda, it's a way more ambitious, creative, progressive album. Yeah. Um, but I think again, in terms, and it comes all the way back to the beginning about Kanye feeling threatened and about popularity and things like that. Mm. that's what I mean I think that twice now two albums okay there was Jesus is King in the middle but twice now Kanye's rollout has kind of revolved around the Drake release like the mess of Donda's release has kind of coincided with the fact that Kanye wanted them to drop on the same day do you get what I mean Mm. Um, yeah I'm not saying that he thinks that Drake is better I just think that in terms of popularity it's like it's always been a thing for him but I think just to quickly summarise for Certified Loverboy because I think we've got a lot more to say about Donda Mm. is that I guess I think we can all agree that it's not a bad album it's just more of the same from Drake done in a slightly different way it's done in a worse way Fair enough. I think that, like we said, hold on, no, no, man can't say that <laughs> I, I, and not say anything else. Let this man speak. Is uh, say what you got to yeah. say, Kirk, because you yeah, clearly go got on. something on your chest right now. Man said it's done oh, in a man. worse uh, way. No man, I usually have. I usually write monologues for uh, these things, you know. But like my, my my monologue only was one sentence. I don't understand this album, and I don't really want to either. That was that was it. Boy, Jesus. Give him See, a I was going to say that. I was going to say that a lot of the, the corniness and the, you know, things like the cover art and way too sexy, I think is very much deliberate. Um, and I'm going to be honest, look, way too sexy. I don't listen to it in my own time, but if it came on in the club, I'd probably 
It's a Enjoy banger, it. man. Uh, I still that. don't like. I still it. don't like this song. Nah, you man. Dude, your mic, bro. No, fear. Wait, your mic, though. I need to just pause that. Did anyone else get that distortion? Yeah, yeah. That's that's just Theo now. Theo's just the king of distortion. I don't know what's going on. There, that's the second time now, man. I need that's to possession. Oh no, what's going? Oh, like, yeah, Nah, that song's but, a I was gonna say, but, but that's a, that's a future song, basically. This that is why I don't hard. like it. So why is it on the album? Drake's just got it's like a, a little mid middleweight or something. When it came out, I said this is the meme song, and then the video came, and I was like, "See, I told you guys, I've spotted what Drake does now, and it, it it's kind of annoying to it's see." It's not it play even out. Drake's song. He literally just has like what like what is it like twenty five seconds? Nah, he has, of a, he, has, he has a verse. He has a verse. Respect him, man. He had a verse. It, it's not that long though. But the song and the video did what I think it set out, and it was it was made me laugh. Like when I watched it, I was cracking. Yeah, it was, it was comedy because he's a comedy yeah. actor. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> 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 no, hey, uh, let me just let me just add this into the podcast. I saw Drake in Amsterdam for his Views tour. Yeah, that guy was fake on stage. I felt like I was watching an actor. Were you like saying that like, he was like, "I see you, I see you too," and you were like, "I don't feel this at all." I didn't feel anything that was going on in that. And like, there was like balloons dropping and like all the fans were screaming. And I was oh. like, this song, this is dead. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, but, no, let's keep oh, it moving. Oh, let's get him. Oh my God. Okay, let's, let's compare the rollouts, right? Drake said last year, beginning of this year, Certified Lover Boy is coming, yeah? What's Drake's rollout, man? No, but we have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> We have to talk about it, man. Theo, man. He said Theo. the album's coming out. Yeah, brilliant. the man said the album's coming out, and I thought to myself, it's quite a January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said to myself, <laughs> he did the haircut and everything. I said to myself, this looks interesting. Sean was like a bit like, what the fuck is this haircut? Yeah, I'm not feeling this haircut, and I was like. I don't know what's about to come out, when it's about to come out, but knowing Drake, oh, my spring... no, mine was the flipping, the, the, the side, whatever that was. Do you remember the wig that he had on? Oh, yeah, like yeah, that? yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, that was, <laughs> no. But I was, I was thinking this girls, album girls will be out girl. by spring, summertime. And then all yeah. of a sudden there's murmurs. He broke his of, leg. He broke his leg, remember? That's not, the music's already been recorded. Yeah, exactly. That's what where it was dumb. What? That's why it was dumb. So it's dumb. I don't care if you did your ACL or whatever you did to your leg. The, the music's done, man. What, I don't know why he was holding on to it. So, but then it... Then it wasn't it, worth it. Then it started bubbling that <laughs> like it was coming out. We got scary hours and whatever else. I was a bit like, okay, maybe Certified Lover Boy is going to be feeling no, some type of way. Feeling good. Then we got bubblings of, of the Kanye album. God knows how long. Oh, Kanye's dropping an album. Kanye's doing something. Kanye's working on something. And then it, suddenly it felt like it was a race for someone to drop something, yeah? And and it wasn't Cole because Cole had already dropped. So Cole had already gone, mm, let me put my piece out. I'm done. And he dropped a good album. But then the way Kanye was treating his album, yeah, it was giving me odd vibes at first with... The, remember the chains that he, he posted all them pictures on Instagram yeah. I was like oh this is something mm. different this is a bigger moment than what I'm gonna class it as because previously it made me realise he's doing some weird art now yeah right. I was like this is different with Drake there was nothing there was no build up there was nothing whatever and it was just kind of like the album's coming out when don't know album's coming out when don't know Kanye live stream Drake album's still coming out when don't know and it's like 
we've already heard Kanye's music. We haven't heard any part of your album. There's not even a single at this point. Think about it, this whole album that's come out. There wasn't a single single. The mm-hmm. whole album just came out as one thing. So it's like for me, Drake's rollout felt like the most messy rollout he's ever had in his life. It was awful, wasn't it? But this is probably yeah. Kanye's cleanest rollout in the last like until the final moment, though. Until well, like that, when it that's actually something dropped. we have yeah. to get to towards the end, yeah. But what I'm saying is, is the 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 level of attention that Kanye's put into this is is like the most he's put in since. This is a master plan, you know. Yeah. Like this, this takes years to plan. It's crazy. What he's done is weird because it's like previously I'm expecting Kanye to just do something erratic, drop it and whatever. But this is like the first time I think I've seen him like focus and do something that's like taking a lot of work. I've got a question though, because mm. I think I do, I agree with you both to an extent about the the plan and everything like that. I think the, I think it's hard for some, for a, I'm going to say us, I don't mean us specifically, but it's hard for people to comprehend because it's just very different to, to every other pop artists especially within rap and hip-hop like the the whole live events and the the streams and that they're just different like on that scale but what about the actual music itself though because before i say anything i think it's a good album i think there's some great songs on there but i do also think that it's 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 very long and bloated and i think that some tracks on there don't hold up as much as others Mm. and when you look at the amount of people involved in some of the songs do you think that okay, the 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 rollout maybe as 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 mad and as chaotic as it may seem to some was planned, but the music itself is perhaps rushed, unfinished, um, not so focused. Hundred percent. Well, the music was dropped before you wanted to drop it. Yeah, but I'm That's glad it's come out because I don't think it would have ever come out if we were up to Kanye's devices. Because it's like the oh, first yeah. thing I heard versus what I'm listening to now is not anywhere near the same thing. And it's like, whatever he would choose to drop in the future, do you know what I mean? It's like people are calling out for Pablo to have a version one, version two, version three up. With Donda, how many versions have there been before we heard it? What were the versions like in between each live stream? And the version that's come out now is still getting changed. Like I said yesterday, they've taken Chris Brown off of this. The bass has been done I think they put him back on, by the way. I was listening to it. That's what I was about to say. I listened an hour ago. Baffled. On Spotify. When you were saying that like, Chris Brown was taking off, each time I listened, he was still on the track and I didn't know if Spotify had updated. I listened again today and he's still on it. I'm talking about Apple Music. I was on Apple Music. Yeah. Listening to something else. I was like, oh, let me see. Let me see what Donda's saying on here. Like, is no, it different? I was listening to it on Tidal yesterday. Tidal's it was, different. It was removed. Yeah, yeah. It was Tidal's, removed. Tidal like, straight away. Chris Brown wasn't there. But now they've changed it back. Um, I'm just a bit confused. But <laughs> yeah. Well, well, so I think... Um, <laughs> Go on, sir. I was going to say, what Drake has dropped is was done ages ago, right? And it's come out now. What Kanye's doing, I think he's still working on this album, but it's like the rollouts were two completely different levels of rollout and Drake has never even done such... This is the poorest rollout from Drake versus the best rollout from Kanye. But people mm. are comparing two completely different styles of music making. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what makes this interesting is that they're, they're clearly beefing. There's clearly a problem there. But the actual... The music, the projects themselves, everything surrounding them is so different that they it's can't really be It's almost polar opposites, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think that uh, to, to kind of answer the my opinion on the, the reason why I think Drake's rollout has been the way it has been and why Kanye's release happened in the way it did is because I think that 
I think they were both thinking of each other with this. I genuinely think that Kanye wanted to drop the same day as Drake and kind of do a head-to-head thing. And I think that Drake knew that and wanted to wait, wait it out and see if he could just drop the week after and do kind of what he did, which is, well, he, you know, factually outsold him. Um, but we've and, established and, he's already always going to outsell anyone. No, no, I know. I know that. Yeah. But that's what I mean. It's like, it's, and, and it comes back to this element of CLB not really being that serious. It's just like, I can, I can piss mm. about and do this and, and, and drop it and still sell this amount. Like, um, there's almost he, he, like he, an he, element of arrogance. He knew Kanye would get pissed off with a drop like that. Yeah. yeah. Whereas him. Kanye was, I think that the battle he had with the label was, you know, I want to go toe to toe with him. And they're like, no, because you're not going to sell as much. Yeah. I'm, I'm, put, I'm putting him very simply. Mm. Um, oh yeah. Cause I read somewhere they wanted Kanye to have a consecutive run of album releases that are number one every week it drops. So I think he's had nine in a row and only Eminem's got that or mm. a bit more. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. I think they're very much, it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a war, you know, there's a war between them, between them and their teams. But what's the and, goal um, of the war? Cause no one's going to take anyone. Yeah, you know what I mean? No one's going to knock anyone out of any, if anything, Drake's place is a lot less firm than Kanye's place. Cause financially hmm. Drake relies on music a lot more than Kanye does. If we're being a hundred percent honest here. Yeah, well, Kanye's now in a different stratosphere, isn't he? In terms of his, you know, not not just financially, but just like the, the various different ventures. Drake, Drake has just... to drop albums. He has to drop albums. It's it's not a question of of should he. He has to make music. Kanye does mm. not need to make music to still stay in touch with the culture or with his fans. There's so many different ways for people to interact with Kanye West nowadays. Yeah. I still think Kanye West has a larger cultural influence than Drake, whether, whether it's um, whether it's obvious or not. I try and have this conversation with people because you know, whilst I've got to a point in my life where I, you know, I I love Kanye West's music and mm. appreciate his influence, but the man himself, I have, you know, I'm not as, do you know what I mean? When I was younger, it was just like I, everything about him I loved. I, yeah. I just defended everything he did. The man himself is more problematic, but the thing I do try and explain to people, but it's very hard because you can't quantify it. It's just the the impact that he has had over the last, well, since he's been on the scene. Mm. It's just, you can't, it's so hard to actually, unless you really sat down for flipping me weeks and just started researching and, and put and compiled something together. Yeah. It would be hard to quantify like what he's done. Do you know what I mean? In mm. terms of fashion, in terms of music, in Across the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still not left from his era. Do you know what I mean? We're mm. in the era of Kanye and it's still happening. And he's been going strong for like 15 plus years now. Mm-hmm. But when he says, when he starts comparing himself to these big names throughout history and whatnot, it's quite, it, it comes across abrasive and incredibly egotistical. And but it's adding up now. He's actually... It makes sense as, as time goes on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's starting to become a bit creepy. What If you look yeah. at what he said maybe six years ago now seven on sway it, it's actually kind of true what he's talking about and what he said on the breakfast club i'm like maybe you weren't crazy maybe we just weren't able to see what you were seeing but then there's still parts of what he's doing which are losing me like the whole wyoming thing what is that how do mm. you be involved in that what the fuck was sunday service you know i'm really i'm lost but i'm still like paying attention because it's like you're, you're not you're not completely failing me you know you're still delivering on certain fronts. 
sorry, Theo, you look like you're struggling, man. We need God to breathe on you or something like that. Miracles on me, man. I, I'm all good. Don't worry. <laughs> I thought you were falling asleep. I was like, we might have to press on and <laughs> no, wrap bro. this up. <laughs> Dude was eating a sandwich earlier. I don't know what's going on with this guy. Nah, I'm all good, man. We saw you eating a sandwich. Like <laughs> oh yeah, no, I had to. That's yeah, let to Theo talk. Theo, talk, talk about Donda. Just say yeah, anything. Let's talk about the actual oh, music. Let's talk say about anything. Don, oh, no, man, Donda's Donda's special, man. And the people that give us the spices. That, I want to oh, hear the spices of this album, no, no, please. No, 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 what ingredients? Spices, uh, you can, the ingredients, man. Jesus, the, the the list is flipping endless, man. You're adding all everything. Oh, let's 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 roast this bitch up, man. Yeah, Donda Donda's about. Donda, ah man, it's not just this little salt and pepper, man. Donda is everything, right? So we're chucking a bit of all spice in that, mm, marinating that bitch, give it a slap, and then a little bit of rock salt, then adding that like chili flakes, give that soul. I want to be like, hmm, he's done miracles on me, have that soul on me. Mm. And just chucking those herbs, man, and chucking everything, everything under the sun, spice, herbs, everything. And then you see the light at the end of the tunnel. You saw the dark, but then when it's the miracles are done on you, man. That's what Donda is. And if you don't feel that, I'm sorry. Was that all? What was that? How did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, no, no, I didn't do anything. I, I'm sorry. That was me, man. What are you on about? That was me. That was the nah, steer. That's the steer that rule. That was me. The notes were hit. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with this guy. You he thought got... that was Sam? No, that was me. He's got our miracles on himself. God breathed on you, man. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, man. Because Don Donda did did it shit, man. It, I I told you. I started off with saying he's done miracles on me. Okay, sorry about the that. Clean album. Yeah. <laughs> Those swears from so, this point. Right. So that's just reminding me. So let's like just dig into the music. So the thing for me with Donda, yeah. Again, I like the album, but in terms of like, I would have liked it to, to have been more focused. And it's just there's there's little things. There's things like. I would have loved it if Kanye said to all the people that came on and recorded verses, like, don't swear in your verse rather than doing the verse and then cutting out the swear words. You get yeah, what I mean? Like, make people sense. really yeah. tap in. And yeah. Yeah. Like, I think the only one on there that maybe did it, and I don't even know if it was intentional, was Jay Electronica. I can't remember hearing a swear word. When he said something about my something, something, God, some scream Christ tears, he goes, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about he said some uh, weird bar about something uh, Christ Christ tears he goes mm. I'm like okay Jay, you want some weird stuff the weird thing is Kanye has some some of his lyrics blanked out as well and I figure yeah, like, why does, did you yeah. why did you yeah. swear yeah. in this exactly. yeah. I don't know why it's just <laughs> things like that it's just, yeah it's just like little inconsistent because I feel like there was this it's a bit like Pablo for me where there's there's potential there for it to be like impeccable do you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I enjoy right the chaos there. in this album though, compared to the Pablo chaos. I don't know why. Oh, really? In this one, yeah, in this one, it's like, okay, like the chaos is actually an art here. In Pablo, it was just a bit like this is chaotic because like his mental health is like crash right now. Yeah, I don't that think his mental health. I think his mental health, even if it's trash right now, it's focused like that whole spiritual journey he had in Jesus's King period, right? Mm. He's, it's managed to focus his mind to be able to make good music again and like have a crux. So even if he's getting lost in it, the crazy section at the beginning, yeah, and then like trying to find himself in the middle and then like realizing like where he can go at the end, it's always that crux is like his spirituality. And I think 
it keeps it making sense still, even though it's all chaotic. It's all madness. So like, all can I go through? Can I go through like my favorite tracks for you? Like, is that all right? Because I feel like you've all listened really, to it more than me. Because admittedly, I like, listen to it nonstop. With, I ain't gonna lie. I don't listen to it all nonstop. I listen to the for middle real? section a lot. The, from from off yeah. the grid down to wherever I get bored or where my journey stops. Let's let Sean right, so, speak. So off the grid, yeah, to me is is like ten out of ten instant mm. classic. Oh, it's just amazing. Fabio's versus we're off the grid, grid, grid. Kanye slaps on that song. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kanye goes in, but but Fabio, well, yeah, um, yeah. I love jail. Um, yeah, jail's hard. Hurricane. Mm. I'm not feeling mm. that one. I feel like that's 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 just not my type of vibe. What like, jail? Yeah, the song is a bit Swear. weird. Guess who's going Seriously. to jail tonight? God's gonna post my belt. Yeah. That doesn't make no fucking sense, man. I don't oh, no, but jail. No, but jail. This is, I made see, it make fi- sense to you, though. I explained it to you. I don't you. need it. I don't need the sense because to uh, me, it's still not making. You could make. You could tell me exactly how it makes sense. I'm still going to tell you it makes no fucking sense because it's stupid. Like I don't. I don't <laughs> need to hear that. But go on, Sean. But I feel- so the, the thing that does it with jail for me is one is that it's got that stadium feel and 100%. it makes me mm. think of the live mm. events and two it's so all the songs apart from off the grid which is just a, a banger mm. all the ones i'm about to name made me like really feel something when i was listening to them like actually like goosebumps and things like that so jail hurricane mm. 24 mm. jesus mm. lord Mm. No child left behind. That's like my Ooh. absolute Ooh, yeah. favorites. Ooh. Those to me, like when I listen to them, I not really moon. feel something. And not I'm like, moon. he's yeah, Moon is amazing. No, moon, 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 um, Don Tolliver. I yes. want to go to the moon. Like, man, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> this man is on something so, else today. So Don Tolliver does it for me on that track, but like outweighs it for me. Whereas the rest of the song is. I, I still like it. It still is a good song, but it's yeah. not on the level of the others for me. The other ones are really, really like, I'm like, oh, wow, this is powerful. Do you get what I mean? But 24 hours um, does it for you. 24, yeah. 24 mm. is powerful. Like, yeah, 24 is amazing. Yeah, 24 hits. That's a proper gospel song, song right though. Now. That's a proper gospel song. I'm not it, even going to lie. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's, yeah. like, the, these songs that I've mentioned are the ones where I feel like he he's nailed it. Do you mm. get what I mean? Whatever he's going for, He's 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 got it like spot on basically. Um, the rest of the album is like, and like I said, there's things like Moon and some other tracks which are also good tracks. Yeah, um, nothing on there is bad from what I can think. No, of. Like, there's something. No, there, there is. Tell division shouldn't exist. Yeah, Tell division. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay, thank okay. You. That yeah, track yeah. is just. It should never, ever, ever be. Yeah, on that. you're right. You're right. Right yeah. from the beginning. I just yeah, don't it's, know why it's, why it's on there. It's just it feels weird. Every time it comes on, I skip it because I'm like, oh, I'm near oh, the end of the album now. Skip. It's dumb. Like, I get, like, I get, I get. He's trying to celebrate a life in it, and it's like we're celebrating Donda's life. Let's celebrate Pops too. It licks the five year, but there's no other point of it, really. Oh, it's just dumb. It, need it really is. I can do without it. There, there I am through all the listening parties. I remember when I heard it the first time, I'm thinking, "Oh, what are you going to do with this listening party two? Yeah. It's still the same. Listening party three, it's still the same. Like, it doesn't make sense why he didn't use the one on the Pop Smoke album or yeah. that one that we exactly. do you know that re that unreleased one that part two that. It sounded kind of crazy, but I don't know what he was doing with this one. But yeah, so that that okay, fair enough. That's that's one that I would I would remove. But other there's than a that, number I mean, of songs on here that I'd remove. It's things like, I f- but it's it's things for me. It's like the the ideas there. There's elements to it that I like. Like for instance, Don Tolliver on the hook. Mm. But then there's a track like something like God Breathed. I'll go into a bit more detail. 
I like the track. It just goes on a bit too long for me. It's like the, enough the has been done. Go, go, yeah, the end yeah. goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Uh, Off the Grid doesn't feel long though and it's the longest song on the no. album. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's apart from Jesus Lord, but that's a yeah, whole different thing because there's I mean, a massive I mean, speech Jesus, in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Jesus Lord sends me into the stratosphere. As soon as I hear that, that Larry Hoover Jr. bit though, I do press next. Wow. I don't need to hear that. Oh, really, it's sad. That's, it's really sad. No, it's sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's the difference. Is like off the grid and and um, Jesus Lord. To me, it doesn't matter that they're so long because they're just they're executed right. Mm. Like he mm. got it right. Whereas yeah. and then there's a song like um, is it Keep My Spirit Alive that has the the yeah. Zelda features? Yeah, yeah. I'm, look, I'm not saying I want West Side Gun to start going do 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 and all that on there. I don't want to mm. hear Conway giving all this sort of greasy talk, but. I wanted more from Conway's verse. I wanted, I guess, I wanted more from the yeah Conway's really. verse. I wanted more from Conway. It's, it's not amazing, but that. the, the bars that. are good though. Yeah, but he's just yeah, saying no, basic I mean, stuff that he said a million more, times. But... More, yeah, mm. it's good, but it's like again, it's, it's it comes to that thing of like, I don't mind all the features and all the producers working on it, but if there was a real plan going in, it's like right, I want you to do this verse. Don't swear. Um, this is the theme. Mm. Exactly like what what Andre three thousand did, basically. It's it's so it's such uh, a shame that that didn't make this album. That's why a lot of things that that people have sent verses and whatever didn't make it on the album because they didn't stick to the theme. Like apparently Chris Brown had a verse on New Again rather than just the chorus. He was talking that about that was in the thing. listening party though. Yeah, yeah remember but, it. But I'm saying when I say apparently, it means that it's not here in what we can listen to oh, now. Yeah, yeah, you see yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So he had a verse. Soldier Boy sent a verse in. Countless other rappers have sent verses in, but it's like they would talk about the topic for like two three bars and then start talking about regular stuff and he and he was like no that's probably why future's not on this album to be honest no but that's what i'm saying though is that andre did andre's is like probably this is why i actually kind of i'm actually gutted it's not on here because i feel like he really sat down took in what kanye wanted from him wrote yeah. an incredible verse mm. and then kanye goes and raps about drake on it and it kind of just messes the whole thing up mm. do you know what i mean it's just that that was a statement from andre it was like i didn't really want to be a part of this beef um I don't think that's why the song didn't end up making the album. I think there's another reason, but I think Andre was like kind of maybe glad it didn't because I think he was like the the remit he was given was like the album's about my mum. It's a dedication to my mum. The song is and Andre was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do a verse about my mum, and it's beautiful. It's so well done. Is everyone? It's, an incre- it? it's no. one of his best verses. No, to be honest, I'm, I'm so, still hoping that when you finish and it comes it's out, amazing. it'll be on here. Yeah. But if it's not, then I'll hit. I'm giving it to but, the end of the year. Now I listen to it. You know what I'm like with leaks, man. I don't. I don't like listen to leaks too much. But I think that's what I mean about the features. Is I would have kind of liked it if if everyone did that. I felt like everyone did that for Twisted Fantasy. Like they were really like in the world, and those verses were for that album. Do you get what I mean? That's than... the thing is though, this album's so expansive that I feel like for me, I feel like the features match the song's world. Because the song is depicting like a certain period in his journey or life or whatever, right? So all the stuff on Off the Grid is so crazy. There's so many bars. You don't even know, like, how is this relating to Donda, his journey or whatever? But it's like, they're talking about a certain time period that Kanye's feeling. And you can go to another track and feel like that as well. This you is some, everybody who, who's mm. on this album. Is, this is some of their best verses in the last however many 100%. years. 100%. But there's a lot I, I of out every there stuff. A lot of people can't get with Baby Keem doing the let's get... Oh, no, no. I Baby like that. Keem. Baby, Baby Keem snapped. I don't know what he's doing, but I love it. Yeah. it. I'm sorry. He is such a special talent. What he did on... Oh, it's just amazing. Tapped into a new flow as well. Yeah, man. It was just this album flow. has some of the best verses we've heard all year. Yeah, like, 100%. On, on many and, and, verses and as well. He got he got, the we- he got the bell to sound like a flipping angel. I'm sorry, man. Like I, I have not heard The Weeknd sing that good 
in a long time. Literally, this people don't just... like it though, and I'm oh, confused why they don't no. like it. Because it's like for me, no, that song has been carrying me ever since it came out. I, like, do you know what I mean? That's it's the perfect. best the weekend sounded. Like, oh, baby it killed it as well. Amazing. Ever even, everybody killed it. Yeah, and some people don't like Little Baby's verse. No, like, Baby. like, I don't understand. I don't understand yeah. that. Yeah, no. because like some of the reaction videos He's that I've seen on YouTube, they have been slating Little Baby. Or oh, I, I like, I liked it until Little Baby came on. I'm like, what the hell are you hearing, man? No, I like Little Baby. Need to find it. Yeah, I must admit, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Donda features a lot more than I enjoyed CLB features because. You know, oh, I guess CLB the purpose of the conversation is such a is, contrast, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah I feel like massive, CLB massive. features feel a bit phoned in and like they're just a bit easy and safe. Whereas- this is the thing with Kanye, it's like if he hits you up, you're like, I need to bring the best performance I've yeah, ever done. Right? He saw the five year foreign interview, what he said, he gives you a uniform to wear for starters. You know what I mean? Like he's proper nice. serious in what he's doing. It's a bit like, I don't feel like Drake even met half the people that are on his album. He just sent them a beat. I was like, yeah, send, send me your lyrics. I mean, like he does get them to. Ju- well, J Lex still got my feature of the year because he went off. I'm sorry, the way he was just rapping was ridiculous. It was yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, for me it is. He's my feature of the year because he just went off. I just, oh god. Some I of think the stuff it was a return saying. to form. Whereas five year, I think I, I've never heard him rap that good. Shock factor. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. he just doesn't yeah, shock from that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I was tossing between the two, but when I think what it is with five yo, it was a shock factor. But when you actually properly deep J- JLX, like what he's saying, it kind of just blew me away anyway. He's definitely mm. my feature of the year. Mm. And, and to kind of bring it back as well, what like, to clarify what I mean, I don't think the features were off topic. Like I think like Lil Baby's verse was was very much fitting. I think Dirk's verse as well. Um what, what, baby said something like, "Was it walking on the bridge? I threw my sins in the deep end, or something like that." I was like, "This guy's wow. got a pen, man!" Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Imagery. Um, I just, it was just a, like I say, just back to the high, like, focus thing. I would have loved for them to just like, just not sweat. If if that's what if that's what you're doing now, Kanye. I don't, don't think that's what he's doing. I think this is the clean version of the album, and we haven't got the, the explicit version yet, just because fuck knows. Mm. But um. No, like I, like I said, if I, I didn't give, we, you know, we're not doing a full-on review. I've not like given a an exact score, but this is more around the the eight mark for me. This one. Okay, Mine's, I'm no, saying it's a, a ten. One. I'm saying it's a ten, but I have Kanye bias. If I remove my Kanye bias, it's probably like an eight <laughs> something, nine something. <laughs> no, Sam. Even my even my um objective is like in the tens, isn't it? But it's like nine point seven in the tens. I'm, I'm not, yeah, it's I'm only not, one like, ten. Yeah, 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 you can't yeah, have ten point no. five. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like when you round in it up a bit you know, when you round it up that's funny yeah. no but, but I hear what Sean's saying this versus okay CLB <laughs> is not bloated in the sense that songs feel long or songs feel out of place there's just a lot of songs that I don't like yeah whereas with Donda mm. there's a lot of songs they are all very very long yeah and there are parts of it that are a bit too much I feel that I just don't care. It's not like Donda's not meant to be a one sit listen. Do you know what I mean? You never do that. You you can't sit there for that long listening to all of that. Nah, you can't. You can't. You can't. No, that, and I that's that. fine. That's fine yeah. though. I learned that after a few listens. It's like no, don't put pressure on yourself to sit down for two hours and you're not meant to um, well, I break it down yeah. sections. Although it is it is quite I, a mad yeah. experience. Like I think the first time I did it, like 
I fell asleep halfway through the album. I woke up and Come to Life was on, and I was like, I felt like I was in oh heaven. It was, <laughs> I felt like I was seeing like dead people around me and shit. It was, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Turning to the sixth sense. Cool. So where, where do we go from here in regards to the beef? Because we've, we've kind of discussed both of the albums, right? Nick lost. The beef's over. But was it even a beef? Because this is, I guess this is the point that Sean was trying to get us to get to. Is like, is this a beef or is this just like some elaborate kind of marketing push? Because who does it this benefit? It is a bit mad though that Drake, Drake's the one that leaks that Andre track that has the Kanye yeah, diss on it. That was, That's yeah, one I bit mean, we that haven't was, discussed. Yeah. That, that 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 was yeah. That I was weird. That, that, that is, was and Andre was odd. like, "I'm a bit upset it got released in this way." So I feel like it would have got released one day. That that's why it's so annoying. Sam, listen to that song for the people, please. No, listen to it now and give us <laughs> yeah, your feedback yeah, in it. Like yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? That song, it's that an song essential part. Of this. Yeah, it come is, on, that song is nah, amazing. Man, I'm not missing anything uh, in the I'm sense doing. that it's three stacks, man. Three stacks. Just it's unreal, man. It's so good. So good. With, oh man! But, um, but seriously, where does do the we, beef go? Do we think this beef is real? That's what we need to establish. I think it's real to the degree that Kanye really does care about what's going on right now, but Drake doesn't really even really. I think that Drake forgives Kanye a lot, and then Kanye just goes and does something else again. I think that's, that's the way I it works. Because yeah, yeah, if you listen yeah, to yeah. Seven AM in um whatever, like yeah, he he says, yeah, he says it in something in that like. Why do you keep doing this again, kind of thing? Or like you're actually like a child now doing it, doing it this way, or something like that. And I just really? got this this vibe, yeah. I got this vibe like Drake. Drake forgives it's, him every time Kanye Drake, does something. Drake really, really likes Kanye. He does, like, doesn't he? He idolizes and everything, him. And he idolizes mm-hmm. him so much, and he will be there to help him. But every time they get cool, he does something wild and he just thinks, you know what, just fuck this guy. Why am I even bothering with this guy anymore? And then he comes back and goes through that cycle again, only for the same thing to happen again. I I, I don't know. My thing is more, I think, since the whole 2018 scandal, like there's no going back really. Because even if even if Drake becomes open to it, like you say, Kanye's so erratic. Like, you know, one moment Kanye's on Twitter saying, oh, I, I forgive Drake or... I want Drake to forgive me this and that, and then we'll go and blast him in the, you know, the next hour or something like oh. that. I think the car, yeah, I, I agree with you in the sense that Kanye, just the way Kanye is doesn't allow for, for it to ever be reconciled. But I also think that it just, it, it was quite, it was fairly deep all of what happened around that time. Mm. And the fact that Kanye and, you know, aligns himself with people like push um, mm. and Drake's with Wayne. And there's the issues between push and Wayne and, Push and Drake, and do you know what I mean? It's all intertwined. I just, I, even though it's not one of those beefs where you think, like, it's not like 50 in Jar Rule where you think, or oh, someone could get killed here. It's not yeah. like that. But I just think it's got, it's just, um, yeah, I don't know if there's any going back. You just really. reminded me actually that dynamic was there and watch the throne as well because Jay Z dissed Wayne on one of the tracks. I think it was Ham. I can't remember. And then Wayne, Wayne responded on Drake's track. Oh, you know, Drake responded on Wayne's track. What is that? It's good. You know that track on Carter 4? Mm. Anyone? Yeah, yeah, Not yeah, ringing yeah, any yeah. bells at all? No, it's ringing bells. No, what, ringing what, bells. what point are I trying to make? <laughs> I was like, you get there. I'm thinking, saying? yeah, I'm with you. I'm with wait, you. Wait. you. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. So, what did I say? Oh, I can't make the point. No, it's what all good. I, I, th- I think I know what you're you're on about. I'll finish off my point because I think it's too late for me to like link Wait, it together. What's the song on Carter Four? Because you made it. Yeah, Carter no, Four. It's it's good. I saw where on, you were going. It's yeah. good. Um, 
I think Wayne, this is Jay-Z on that or something. And like Drake backed him. I can't remember exactly what it is. I know, I know that Clips and Little Wayne or, you know, had a little thing, didn't they? Um, Did they? Then, yeah, yeah. And then it sort of transpired into Pusha T more. Um, like, what was the song? Exodus. Do you remember that one? Pusha T, yeah. you know, we got to start talking about Pusha T and his track record with, with Disses. Like, he's he's up there, man. I don't yeah, think there's many people with... She's top two. Yeah. Because Exodus, I remember watching that the first time, just being like, this guy's evil. Like, what? <laughs> it's just like different, <laughs> different mode. How does this compare to other beats? I don't think it does. Because this is two it proper juggernauts rap, like rapping at each other or going at each other. And it's not really, a, it's like a silent beef. It's a cold war. Like yeah. no one's really it's said dramatic. It's, it's definitely very a cold dramatic. war. <laughs> yeah, it's a cold war. But it's very <laughs> obvious what's going on. Mm. Donda dropped. Sunday, Certified Love Boy came out the Friday. I'd almost call it like the, I, I, I don't know if the first is the right word, but it's like the, it's like a celebrity beef, a celebrity rap beef, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like rap beefs have always, they're either usually, they come from the streets, you know, something to do with a disagreement that's happened, you know, on the streets. Yeah. Or it's about the bars. Do you get what I mean? It's like, you know, this it's neither of these things, yeah, and it's neat, yeah. yeah, and it's neither of these things. And I'm trying to think of another beef similar to this, and I can't think of it. I can't think of it um, because it's not even like it is political, but it's also like TMZ worthy. Do you get what I mean? It's, it's yeah. on that sort of gossip level. Um, so I don't think this compares to anything mm. at all. And, I think and it's, num- that- it's a numbers thing as well, isn't it? Like no no artists in hip hop have ever done numbers like this. Numbers that compete with any artist in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. They yeah. both broke records with the exact same, you know what I mean? That exact same kind of numbers being broken, records being broken or whatever. It wasn't like, oh, Drake sold a million first week and this and that, whatever. Like the stats were pretty much the same on this one, which was a bit weird. Mm. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I see it going on. Like I say, I think there's, as long as Kanye West is the way he is, I think it will constantly, I think Drake will constantly be in his mind. And, and Drake's got to a point where, as shown with Certified Lover Boy, he's not really taking things that serious anymore. So he's just going to keep jabbing, you know, prodding. And then we've got a Pusha T album coming as well. So he's bound That's to I know there's this is about because I know there's going to be this is. You know in Tell the Vision, he hints at something on that album that's like going to be heat. I don't, yeah. I don't know if he's got something to say. That's the thing. He brought it back up again, didn't he? On Tell the Vision. Yeah. yeah. He, he mentioned he some, something. I can't, I can't remember what, what he said it is. Again. Like... I need to get the lyric, but he, did, he, he started opening it back up again. It, it was it was interesting. We haven't heard from Pusha T since that last beef, since his last album, and it's time for him to start talking, especially now, because you know Pusha T's like the front man for for Kanye. He's gonna come and send for you, so it's gonna be awkward when Pusha T's album drops. We're gonna get something from Drake, probably. An, he needs to stop using the safety of EPs to please the rap fans. He needs to commit to a full project to, to please the right type of fans. Which he tried to do with his old double disc thing a couple albums ago, but it didn't land properly. Maybe he's oh in a that space oh now. yeah no that was it. I've got the lyric. Oh god, yeah, I remember. Um, yeah, so obviously so he says, "Look, Tyler's got the album of the year for now, but Pop's about to drop. I see the platinum in the clouds now. Push about to drop, so real trappers stick around. And it's this one: the crown is only for the king. They're trying to place it on a clown. Drizzy. <laughs> 
He's a comedy actor, isn't he? Yeah. I said it already. You love that one. You love that line. Team, That's man. your new line. You He's... can't you can't call Drake by his name anymore. You have to call him the comedy actor. Yeah. Pusha T, man. Like when you hear people talk about him, they say he's such a nice guy. But then there's just this switching in. I can't imagine it. Have you not seen it when he's rapping on some radio station? He's like this. (laughs) 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 When his eyes all bugging out. I I don't know. I don't think Pusha T's all there. I think he's a bit (laughs) (laughs) unhinged. Hey, this is Kieran, and thanks for listening. Shout out to my Indian people, I see you. Don't leave without hitting the link in the podcast notes to join our Discord server, where the discourse of our episodes continues. We've got curated playlists and more for you to check out there. Namaskar.